Welcome to the Haunted Road Trip Show, where we bring you powerful conversations, insights, and exciting site investigations that reveal the paranormal world in a way you've never seen before. Now, prepare to have your thirst for curiosity satisfied. Okay, welcome, welcome. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Haunted Road Trip Show. I am your absolutely delighted host, Tracy St. Croix. And I'm delighted because A, I, you know, got this far to have a podcast and B, people keep tuning in and people keep coming on. So I'm like, all right with it. Today, we have Jilly Maria with us. And she is a fabulous, not only is she a psychic medium, but she does a lot of work in the transformational community with Reiki, with Akashic Records, soul alignments, all the goody stuff that we love to look at as our woo-woo selves expand on here. And I'm so happy to have her. Welcome, Jilly. Thank you for having me. Yes, on here. Tell us, like, tell us about about yourself. So you've got quite, you know, you've got a quite illustrious um, resume already. Uh, yeah, so I started my journey um, with, if you told me 10 years ago, 11 years ago, 15 years ago, I'd be doing this now, I would have laughed in your face. Um, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to work for myself. I, <clears throat> looking back on my journey now, I've been a medium my whole life. I've been intuitive my whole life, but I grew up Catholic and I grew up in a space where that was not a thing. And um I wouldn't say it was like ever, like some people grow up in spaces where, you know, Christian spaces where it's poo-pooed or it is shamed or whatever. And I, it never was because I didn't know what it was and they didn't know what it was. And so it wasn't something that was like, you're going to hell or no, none of that. Um, but I started giving intuitive advice to my friends in like 2013, 2014. Um, and they started saying, hey, I want to pay you for this. Like, you're really spot on. And I was like, okay. And I was a virtual assistant at the time. And again, never thought I would be, if you told me them that I'd be here now, I know. Um, but I've always liked helping people. And I was invited to a group in 2014 on Facebook, back when those were brand new. Right. Um, and you were actually allowed to have a community and communicate and be social on social media unlike today. And I joined this group for a friend of mine to help her boost her numbers. And this woman did a live in the Akashic Records. And I was fascinated. And she said, throw your question in the comments and I will get to as many as I can. This woman did not know me from Adam. And she was dead on in answering my question. Wow. My jaw. Right. So of course I did what I do. And I start researching the Akashic Records. I'm like, and then I think, what if I could become certified in the Akashic Records and I could get answers for myself? Yeah. Hmm. So, and then my brain went into, my logical brain went into, no, no, that has to be a fluke. That has to be a fluke. So a couple weeks later, another different woman did an Akashic Records live and I hopped on her live and asked the question. And again, bang on. And so then I was really into hyperdrive, like, oh, what if I learned about the Akashic Records and I could do this for myself? Yes. And when I, got, when I got certified, I didn't get certified for anybody other than, again, like I wanted to be able to ask my own questions and not have to wait for a live. <laughs> yeah. And 
it quickly snowballed into the Akashic Records, Reiki, Crystals. Um, my intuition, every time I signed up for a course, my intuition went through the roof like something else happened. Yeah. Um, the craziness of that, long story short, I signed up for a course, and I think it even might have been the Akashic Records course. And it was like, because I'm a last minute, I used to be, trying not to be anymore, a last minute kind of girl. I was signing up at like 50 minutes to midnight until the opportunity to get the special pricing ended. And as soon as I hit the send button to sign up, I all of a sudden, it was a Friday night, and I all of a sudden hear like a loud party outside my door. Long story short, there was no loud party. In fact, there was nobody at all. <laughs> and yet I had heard this party, and my brain was like having a whole story about like, I got to go yell at people, blah, blah, blah. So I messaged the woman that I was going to be working with, and I said, hey, I just had this situation happen, and I know I'm not crazy, but what on earth? And she said, oh, yeah, you just told the universe I'm all in. Yeah. And so your clear audience went right to the roof. And so if you don't know a clear audience, which you probably do, but if you don't, you're new to all this, that means you have clear hearing. So like you hear things a lot of times that no one else can hear, like a dog whistle type thing. <laughs> um, and yet here I was in the space of hearing things, which has honestly now, like the more that I've gotten into it, um, my gifts and doing the transformational work that I do, and accidentally discovered I was a medium one day. That was pretty fun. Um, was talking to somebody and I said, blurted something out. And a person said, oh my God, that's my so-and-so. Oh, wow. Oh, crap, how did you know that? And I said, well, they're right here. They're like telling me this. They're just like going on and on and on. And discovered my mediumship completely accidentally and um, have been using it since, have used it to cross people over. Um, and essentially like cartwheel, like my, my abilities have amped up as I've cleared stuff, as I've done my own work. And I think, yeah. you know, one of the things that a lot, one of the misnomers about Christianity, right, is that, um, or not Christianity, but spirituality, is that it's all serious all the time. There's a right way to do each particular thing. And there's only one way to do a thing. Like I will tell people, yeah, I can call in Reiki and send you Reiki while I'm driving down the interstate. It's not for everyone to do that. I can do it though. And people will go, Oh no, you're doing it wrong now because Reiki, you have to be doing this, this, and this, and you have to be this, this, and you can't drive in a theta state and da 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 da. And I'm like, okay. But who and says I, you have to send energy in a theta state? Exactly. And I think that's the thing is that like this one person unfriended me and blocked me. And then it was hysterical. I didn't even know. I didn't pay attention. I mean, I have like 1,200 people on Facebook and I pay zero attention. If you unfriend me, I will not know for like a week later if I ever know. I don't care. And uh, love you, but I'm not that obsessed and attached Let to my number. <laughs> exactly. Bye-bye now. Um, but one of my friends had reached out to me, and she said, are you friends with so-and-so? And I said, uh, name is familiar. And she goes, well, she's talking about you and her group. And so she screenshot, and she's sending me all the stuff. And I go, oh, okay. And I said, could you kindly tell her to shut up since she's blocked me and whatever? I said, could you just kindly tell her if she has something to say to me? She can unblock me and say it to my face. <laughs> it was like. And then all of a sudden, everything disappeared, and it was like, okay. But again, you know. So you when, grew up with Christianity, but you didn't grow up with, with it being shoved down your throat. Correct. So that kind of made it easier when you kind of came into this into this world for, and that's very typical for those who are listening. Once you kind of put your toe in the water, you know, all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're, you're waist deep in all of it because you're so curious and, and you are allowing that, that inner child to play and to be curious and to have fun and places and spaces that you might not have for, for decades or ever. Yes. 
And a lot of things all of a sudden make sense too. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the the puzzle pieces start to what I like to say is they start to click together. Like it's that yeah. click. Oh, and that's what I was doing. And that's why this was happening. And that makes sense on on this. And I tell people all the time, look, when you get into spirituality or your woo-woo world, you know, you can have an undying faith that no matter what is happening in your life, at least you have a kick-ass spirit team around you to help you. Like you are not, yeah, you are not alone. Yes. Like your guides aren't going to like bail on you because they're like, oh, she did it again. Well, I think too, you know, I think one of the things too that is a major misnomer is the and or, and either or. And I tell people a lot of times when I tell people that I'm a spiritual Christian and they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, I believe in God. My faith in God is, but it's been tested. I mean, it has been severely tested. And on my end more than, because, you know, I'm, you know, like you said, your spirit guide team never believes you, never leaves you. God never leaves you. We do it all. We as humans are like, oh, it didn't come out the way I thought it was. So therefore, you know. When you told me that thing in the Akashic Records and I zigged instead of zagging, oh, you're full of crap and none of this, you know, I'm done. And it's like, okay, cool. And people, a lot of times people will say, I was like, you know, you don't take it personally? I'm a conduit. If you're having a conversation on the phone, the phone doesn't go, oh, Tracy's about to talk about blah, blah, blah. So quick. Yeah. Yeah. No, I always, I've always learned um, this and that can be true at the same time. Correct. And I always say that like duality is here for us to explore. Duality is here for us to question within ourselves and with others. Because, you know, the person, the person that I was at at 20 years old is not the person that I am today. Correct. Same. You know, I, I grew, I, you know, explored things. I, I questioned my own beliefs. I questioned beliefs of, that the world told me. I, you know, I questioned, you know, why do I, you know, why do I constantly believe this? Is it, you know, really true? And that's about the exploration of, of self and becoming yeah. more, more and more self-aware. And that's, and I, you know, I just did a TikTok video the other day about how, um, how anger helps you manifest. Cause I knew it pissed some people off. So I did it. Um, <laughs> I know I have a little, I, I have a, I have a, I have a teenage size rebellion in me sometimes <laughs> rebellious teenager in me that likes to come out. And, um, I was explaining how, if we didn't know what anger and rage was and despair and depression and, and sadness and hopelessness and powerlessness feels like we wouldn't be able to properly help people. Exactly. Because if all you ever know is joy and happiness and love and rainbow farts and all that kind of stuff, you're not going to be able to relate to the people who are having a rough, hard time. Exactly. And thank and you for saying that. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to give yourself compassion because we are human. We are here to experience it all. And honestly, rage has helped me become clearer in my life about what I will accept and what I will no longer accept anymore. And therefore helped me to attract and manifest something better. Well, I think too, that's a really important point. And I think too, you're not going to start your journey. If you're happy and high vibe all the time, you're going to start your journey when you're full, you're, you're sick of your own shit. I mean, yeah. people got to get to a point where, and I'll tell people, and I've said to people before, you're not sick of your own crap yet. 
You're not sick enough of your own bullshit yet. You're still buying your own bullshit. You're still buying your victimhood story. You're still getting attention, money, opportunities, something from your story. Otherwise, you wouldn't be telling it. And it's so interesting how often people will say, oh, that's not true. And I'll say, uh, oh. Okay. The hell it isn't. As an addict, okay. why they quit drinking. Exactly. And it's like you get to a space where, you know, and I'll tell people like, okay, realizing you know, where you are in your, in your own self and your own story, you know, and I tell you, it's like you said, you know, so often we're like in spiritual communities and it drives me crazy. And people are like, we're going to be high vibe all the time. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And I'm not about verbally vomiting and then running away. I'm not about that, but I am about realizing that emotion, energy and motion has a full spectrum. In other words, there's the fear-based stuff, which is the anger, the rage, the sadness, the discontent, the melancholy, depression, etc. And then there's the love-based stuff. So the contentment, the joy, the bliss, the, you know, it's, it's all good. And we can also feel those simultaneous, like be in the space of joy and grief simultaneously. I can feel anger and I can experience happiness in the same moment. I can, I mean, I work for a cat rescue and when we adopt out a kitten, I'm always excited that this baby is getting a new home and is gonna get lots of attention and love. And I'm sad they're leaving simultaneously. And, you know, I have had times when people walked out the door and they're like, thank you. And, you know, you're waving them and they're leaving and whatever. And then you're like, <gasps> and yeah. like, okay, feel the sadness and the grief and the, you know, and then move through the space of like, okay, that is awesome. They are fantastic people. I'm so excited. And I think that we, a lot of times get stuck in that space of, you have to feel a certain way, right? Like you're incumbent upon, it's incumbent upon you to like, I'll give you an example. Um, <clears throat> one of my friends is one of those people who she's, you know, dealing with her stuff and whatever, but she is, we'll get in the space sometimes. And she grew up in a family where if other people were feeling some kind of way, you also had to feel that way too. So in other words, oh, if they're experiencing like grief, she couldn't be happy about the fact that it was sunny out or the fact that, you know, if, if the dog died, the dog lived a really good life. The dog was 16 years old. The dog lived a kick butt life, the, you know, whatever. She yep. had to also be like, if everybody else is sobbing, you too must be sobbing. If everyone else is angry, and I said, and I, she said this to me one day, and I said, uh, with love, help me out with that. Like, how does that help other people? So like, how does that, uh, you know, she, so she was telling me, and I went, okay, so if you're in a space where everyone else is having a bad day, it doesn't matter why, and you came in the office, and you're having a good day, and you're radiant and sunshine, why can't you lift them up? Why can't, yeah, why you, can't stay you just mind your business, and they mind their business, and y'all yes. get along fine? And here's the thing is that she, she was like, I don't know how. And I think that a lot of people, especially if you've grown up in religion in a guilt, shame paradigm, oh God, no idea how to be in joy. Like no idea how, like the whole concept. And I tell people like, it's like laughing in church. Like <laughs> if the priest says something funny, you can laugh. It's like, oh, it's okay to laugh, you know? And I listened to a priest, Catholic priest years ago, and I, it was an online thing. I don't even remember what it was about, but someone sent it to me and said, listen to this and tell me what you think. And so I did, and I'm rolling. Everybody in the church, it was recorded. It was part of a Sunday right. recording, but there was just one piece that she wanted me to listen to. And everybody in the church is rolling. I'm rolling. And he's like, stop. He's like, everybody stop a second. And he said, okay, the few of you who aren't laughing, like, why? Like, it, it's funny. Like, God wants you to laugh. God wants you to be in joy. Joy is yeah. part of your birthright. And the people were just like, they were older people. And it was like the notion of like laughing in church was disrespectful to God. And he goes, what do you do at a wedding? Like if someone's getting married in the church, like, are we not joyful for them getting married? Yeah. And it was just like this whole, but it was that whole paradigm of, like you said, this and that. 
can be yeah. true simultaneously and be in the space of it's okay to laugh Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like people, people want me at funerals and they don't because more often than not, I'm like, look, man, they're having a good time now. Like I'm not, you know, um, depending on the situation, of course, but it, it's more like, you, you know, like they're, trust me, they're okay. They're not, you know, their time is done here. And, and I was even laughing because I gave a eulogy at my father's funeral and I was laughing at myself because he showed up in his uniform, standing by the door as he usually would watching me. And I was, I was of course the only one who could see him while I was eulogizing him. And I just, you know, looking back, I just have to, you know, I was kind of laughing about it then and still laughing about it now. Like, Oh wow. That, you know, it's kind of funny. Yes. It is, I mean, it's funny. And the thing is too, is like, you know, even when I deal with, you know, when I work with mediumship and people will say like, Oh my God. And I'm like, listen, there are some super serious situations that I deal with. Yeah. But there's also some things where you deal with situations where it's like, really, like, you just like, you just have to laugh. And, you know, I've had people come through that and they've been like, and I'm like, okay. And they're like, will you just, and I actually had a couple, I read for somebody like three years ago now, and it was an Akashic record session, but the grandparents came, came through. And these two were like right next to me. And they're like this on each other. They're both like swatting at each other. And I'm like, y'all. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, okay. And I'm like, do you have something to say to her? Or you just want to keep, and she, the girl was like, you know, the woman said to me, she's like, what are they doing? I said, they're doing this. Like they're both sweat. She's like, she's rolling, like laughing hysterically, like to the point where she had to push her chair back because she was like throwing her head everywhere laughing. And she was also had gator tears coming down her face because she's like, that is exactly my grandparents. The entire time they were married, she's like, they cut up, they would sit there and he'd be like, you know, nudging her. She'd be cooking and he'd nudge her and she'd be like, <laughs> and so they'd start this thing in the kitchen and she's like, anywhere. They would just start slapping at each other. And then they, until they were both laughing, but it's again, you know, we can be in the space of seriousness and grief and laughing at the same time. And she was yes. like, oh, I needed to, I needed to laugh. She's like, thank you. I needed to laugh that hard because everybody in my family's like, the person's dead and oh my God. And it is, I've experienced a lot of death and it is so sad and heart rendering. But at the same time, like I look at people and I'll go, I'll sit there sometimes and I'll, you know, again, like you said, situation appropriate. Well, they're not here anymore to see this shit show. So <laughs> They got the so doing all right. You're doing all right. <laughs> Speaking of, of mediumship and ghost stories, I heard a rumor that you've had some experiences down island with a woman spirit. Yes. Time collapsing, collapsing timelines. Tell, like, I want to hear the full tea on this because I love a good Caribbean ghost story. Spill it. So I uh, happy to. So I was in St. John USDI. Yeah. And if you've never been there, y'all, you got to go to St. Somewhere. It's gorgeous. And uh, so we went to this area that was closed and um, so close to the public because it had been hit hard by um, I'm the term. It had been hit by hurricanes. And so we, my stepdad and I were like, well, we can hike it. Okay, cool. We can hike it. So we hiked out and these ruins are hundreds of years old. So the hurricanes didn't do crap to them. But oh, anyway. oh, oh, so we're at ruins now. We're at ruins and I walked and I'm fascinated by historic houses, old houses, ruins, all of it. Completely fascinated. Like I love to touch things and get the whole story and, and be a house medium as well. Um, and get the story from the walls and, uh, let's, let's talk, let's talk. Um, and so I'm standing on this wooden staircase and I'm just looking, you know, and I'm just like, just standing there. It's all grass at this point And just like the, st the stone and the, uh, the shell mortar and it's like probably 200 300 years old at this point and um 
I feel this woman, like I feel someone tug on me and there's nobody around, but my stepdad and I don't know where he is. Right. And, uh, and I feel this like, come with me. I'm like, okay. I'm getting like outlander vibes here. <laughs> like, are you touching stones? Are you hearing the buzzing? <laughs> so yeah. So I'm like sitting there, I'm like, okay. So I follow, so I, I go where I'm being guided and, uh, I'm looking at, I don't have, I have my eyes open and I'm, it's a beautiful Caribbean day. It's gorgeous right. outside. It's hot and humid, the whole bit. But I can simultaneously feel and see because it's the ruins of a sugar mill. Oh, so, yeah. Like 400 degrees, hot, dark, except for the fire. Um, enslaved persons that are each are at a station. And the woman who grabbed my arm was enslaved. And, um, I'm hearing she's here to help us. She can cross us over. She can get us out of here. And these people are going through the various stages of sugar, of sugar cane. If you're not familiar, if you've never seen, if you don't know how sugar works, how it gets to your table in a bag at Walmart or Target or wherever you get your sugar, um, it is a process of going from getting the liquid, out, crushing sugar cane to get the liquid out of it and then taking it through various stages depending upon the heat of what you, whether you want mash, um, whether you want molasses for alcohol, whether you want pure sugar cane, et cetera, there's a whole different, whole dichotomy. But anyway, so these people are in these hot pits and they are turning the mash and doing what they do and such and so forth. And she is introducing me to each, I don't remember names anymore, but she was introducing me to these various people and saying, she can cross you over. She can get us out of this. And so I am, you know, and she's like, please help us. And she's, had told me it was sometime in the 1700s and she is telling me like, you know, explaining briefly what they each do, like what each person's job is. Right. This person's job is this, this person's job is that. Um, and she's asking them, do they want to go? Okay. Do they, do they want to go? Do they want to be crossed over? And they're like asking me what I'm doing and whatever. And I'm not saying any of this out loud. Nothing is physical. If you walked up to me standing next to me, You'd be in whatever year we were in, broad daylight, etc. You would ha see nothing unless you're also in right. the same. You're gift. in a whole another world. Correct. And so, and I'm, you know, say, you know, saying I can cross you. This is, you know, explaining who I am and where I'm from and why I'm there. And um, so I start crossing people. So I just start basically being like, "You're free to go. You know, whatever's going on, you're free to go." And doing what I do. And um, they start disappearing. Like each person starts going and I can feel them in my body. Like when they've crossed, I can feel when they've crossed over and they're, they're done, they're done, they're done. And <clears throat> so then she, and by the way, I cannot hear anything in the present day. Right. So my stepdad You're tuned into what's going on in that timeline. Correct. So my stepdad yelling for me, I can't hear crap. I can't hear him yelling at me. <laughs> anything. So I, cross everybody over and I say, are, you know, I ask her, does she want to get crossed? And she says, yes. And she's like, gives me a big hug. Says, thank you so much. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for coming down here and finding us. Thank you. Um, and I'm like, and I can feel it even still now I get chills, right? I get plump about it now because it's like, you know, I, so I cross her and as soon as I cross her, the whole thing, like the whole timeline collapses and disappears. And I hear my stepdad yelling for me and I'm wow. like, Oh, Hey, I'm like, hey, I'm right here. I'm right here. And he's like, what are you doing? I was been yelling for you. I was worried. And I'm like, I'm worried you got picked up by somebody and, you know, taken off. And I'm like, he's like, please don't do that. And I had no, like, I couldn't hear him. I couldn't, like, okay. So I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, crossing people over. <laughs> and I'm like, I was just, you know, I was just enjoying the, 
beauty of these runes. You know, it's just incredible that, um, you know, they're still here. I wish they were doing more to protect them. I wish they were doing more to allow people to witness history. I wish they were doing more to, because I believe that all the runes are sacred. And oh, yeah. the people that interacted um, are sacred. And, you know, it's one of my favorite things about mediumship is being able to get the stories that you don't hear that are not public. Um, and um, so, yeah, I mean, that was one of them. And I've also crossed, I also was taught, had someone come into the crystal shop that I go to and uh, she was looking for selenite to protect the house. And I was like, something's going on here and whatever. And long story short, I crossed over 200 conf uh, Confederate soldiers, Civil War, dead Civil War soldiers that were attached to her. Oh, like, wow. Oh, we're done here. Like, this is, I'm like, do you want me to do? She's like, yes, please. She's like, oh my God, you just changed my life. Like I came in here looking for selenite. We were bored and we were just, you know, wanting to spend some time and we figured we'd walk in the shop and it's like. And so those soldiers were kind of attached to her for whatever reason. She went somewhere and came back with more than she bargained for. Her brother had owned, her brother owned a house um, in Oxford, North Carolina that had go. been a civil war hospital. As most of the houses, a lot of houses, I live here in North Carolina and a lot, we have a lot of civil war history. We have a lot of, um, you know, houses and buildings and whatnot that have that history. And um, it's, you know, the work is sacred and it can be funny sometimes too, because sometimes again, you'll encounter people who, and they're just, they're trying to show off their personality to confirm that they are who that, you know, the person yeah. thinks they are. And you're going, oh my God, like people that, you know, will do everything from like taking off hats, showing that they were showmen, showing you what they did for a living, all the things. And it's, uh, it's incredible work, you know, and it was one of those things where, you know, I, uh, I'm honored and I'm, I, it's a humble honor to be a medium. And, um, I, love I always think like, I'm really always, I'm surprised. I'm still surprised at it. I'm shocked at it. I'm like you, I can't work for somebody else. I have problems with authority. I don't have problems with authority. I, yes, I, I do. And I don't, I'm not gonna, um, I don't work for people long-term. It doesn't work out for me. Like I have too much of that entrepreneurial spirit in me to do that. And that's why I, you know, also with the mediumship is I get very, very passionate about being properly developed and understanding what your gifts are and how to use them ethically and how to use them with principle and making sure that you get proper training. And sorry, folks, saying that you train yourself ain't good enough. Sorry, because there's nobody there to question your ego, your mindset, or where you're going. Sorry. Well, I think too, you know, like you said, I think that too, there's, you know, I end up telling people a lot of times that you can't be in other people's energy. You know, we can't be in other people's energy. It's, it's, and I end up telling people a lot of times, like, that's a huge ethics violation. If you're in a space where, like, someone will say to me, well, my ego, this, and like, then you need to stand back because your ego is running the show. And if you're trying to be right or wrong, or you're trying to like, you know, there's a lot of things where we need to understand what we're doing. And, you know, it's, what, like when people will say to me, oh, I hate, you know, how do you feel about graveyards? I love and them. I'm, I'm like, I love them. I love them. hanging out. <laughs> Honoring people, you know, it's like, and I'll, you know, I'll say, well, they're not there. So it's just dead bodies. Oftentimes so I, they're not there. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you will. Sometimes there's still spirits hanging around, but for like the most part, not so much. Some, I mean, yeah. there is, and there isn't. It's not as, it's not as popular of a spot as us, you know, meat suit humans want to believe that it is because honestly, folks, you got to think about it. Like if you're dead and you can go anywhere and do anything, are you going to hang out by your grave? Like, is that where you're really going to be like, this is the club? No. <laughs> no. So you like old houses. Love them. Okay. You want to play a game? Sure. Why not? Okay. 
I love to play this game. And it's called, are we going to book it and stay there? Are we going to book it the hell out of there? Right? <laughs> we ain't staying in this place. No, sir. No, ma'am. Okay. So we are off. Once again, let me see about this. Sharing my screen. Oh, sharing my screen. It seems so personal. So, so personal. Okay. Come on, pop up. There we go. All right. All of my tabs that are open. I feel so exposed. So are you a lightweight? Are you a two-tab girl or are you a 50-tab girl? No. I have a, this is a whole new window open up. And, you know, on my other window, I have like 5 million. Okay. So we are on one of my favorite Instagram pages called Cheap Old Houses. Are you familiar yes. with Yes. Okay. <laughs> Folks, we are in Delta, Utah. Okay. Don't ask me to point it out on a map. All right. <laughs> we are. When I first looked at this and I did, I only looked at the cover page because I said, oh my God, is this like a tiny prison? Jesus Christ, what is this? It says historic, discreet, and I had to read that a few times because I was like, desert school? Discreet school house for sale. And you guys, this looks like a small prison or or like larger bank from like the early 1900s. It's all stone, little bit of these pointed tops on it. It says, this property is one of a kind, and yes, it is. It was zoned residential and was in the process of being zoned for commercial before the current owners purchased the property. Sitting on 1.4 acres, there's so much room for opportunity. Ask about seller financing, 20% down, 5% interest, three to four year balloon rate. Are you out of your mind? We don't <laughs> care about that. It's only 95,000. Let's, are we go? I'm going to go in. I'm going in. I'm in. I'm in. There's a spooky basement cellar on the side. All right. I'm in for this. All right. Not, I mean, I don't know. Those floors, I don't know. I might fall through there. But this does definitely does scream schoolhouse here. Mm, yeah. Oh. Wow. So my question is, like, there's only a toilet. And one sink. So is this like the, is this like the teacher's bathroom? Because that's confusing in what's supposed to be a schoolhouse. It looks like someone started. It looks like it's, it was started. I'm, getting, well. I'm, I'm, hearing the, I'm hearing the word parsonage, but I'm also getting the notion that they started Reno and they got in too deep and they realized it was going to be a money pit like happens so often with old houses. And they went, eh, you know what? Like they wanted to have one intention for it to make it an Airbnb or something. And then it was like, huh. But it's like, uh, I, I would yeah. want to tear, I would want to tear out the walls to be honest with you. I need to know. I'm yeah. Like these walls, this doesn't even look this. Honestly, when I look at this and I feel this, I, I felt like this could be a part of an old classroom or something at one point. Cause this does not feel bathroom. No, not at all. It's too like, Helter skelter. Yeah, it's too weird. Hold on, let me make sure I didn't. Okay. Okay, now that okay, yeah. See, the the literally I, I'm gonna assume the roof is being held up. One of you know, is being held up by that. That's not a good sign. There could be asbestos all around this. 
very easily but it also looks like there's it also looks like it's it looks like it's less the roof if you will and more like wrapped rafters with uh, a rafter or it's got a it's got some sort of leak going on um to tear it out like that it's, you definitely I think have, you have um, termites ma'am <laughs> not you know i don't i don't know much about utah but i don't think they have termites up in utah if you have that in the, anywhere south of the mason dixon yes oh my god but this i i this looks like it used to be parceled out classrooms here Something, which yeah. i don't you know i get a lot of ringing bells in my ear school bells here um same photo different angle on that yeah i think you got some rats or some cats or something up there ma'am going on well, there also, oh, also, wow lands that is okay that looks like that used to be an old stove is somebody changing behind there <laughs> it's that it's my studio apartment back there <laughs> i don't get the heebie-jeebies from this no, place not at all but i also want to say with that that is a huge piece of land mm. i would not go in here because i don't something something about this place says i would have to go in here and i would have to investigate for a longer period of time because it just feels so out of place and wonky here it feels like and somebody wanted, wanted extreme privacy and uh it feels like somebody someone was eclectic in their taste is what it feels like Yes. And this, I mean, if, if you're into this kind of stuff, I would say save it. You could do a whole lot of cool stuff with it, but like, I'm not booking it. I'm booking it out of there. Like the ceiling could fall, the, the, like, you know, something could touch me in the middle of the night. I could fall, you know, through the flooring or the ceiling could fall on me. See, I'm a, see, I'm, I'm, yeah, see, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I drive past houses that I look, they're like halfway collapsed. And I'm like, as long as I wasn't by myself so that someone else can call 911 if I fall through a floor, I'm good. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's do one more, one, one more quick one. I found, I found this one and I was like, oh, let's do it. Okay. Sydney, Ohio, everybody. Okay. Mm. I don't know why this is important, but it says I am floored floored all in caps oh looking at this place okay i was like why is flooring so important <laughs> okay uh let me see are you looking for a unique renovated project with historic charm this lovely home from the 1900s has original details oh elegant woodwork yada 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 they have got a long listing for this that i am not going to read through but you can we are in sydney ohio i'm i'm going to go in because i'm curious and i want to see this tower room because i keep feeling like i i don't know i got a lot of kid energy from up in that room let's go in okay oh oh you're going to tease us with more outside photos i do like that porch it's not showing, oh. you're still showing me the old house. It's not showing me the other one, the one from Sydney. Oh, it's not. Okay, share this tab instead. Oh no, here we go. Sorry guys, snafu. We're gonna share this tab. Okay. Okay. There we go. Here we are. More outside photos. Needs a new rough. Ooh, look at the oh those floors. I know. Well, whoever took care of this gem <laughs> took care of this gem on the inside. Oh 
OMG. Look I at those. All oh, those floors are, those are some sexy floors. Yep. And that, 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 ooh, that polished millwork. Oh my God. The woodwork is unbelievable in this house, you guys. It is polished. It is right. It is tight. I am wanting to stay here. This has given me England vibes and I'm all over it. Wow. Okay. Well, it looks like up top, somebody might've had a, you know, we've, we've got to see what's going on up there. All right. Oh, okay. Got some little nook areas and, and hidden bookshelves. See, now I want to know if that bookshelf actually, like you tap it and it goes into a hidden room. You know, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, that could be like hideaway spaces. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be all kinds. Look at that fireplace. I would, I would, I'm already like unpacking because I want to stay here. This gives me friendly grandma vibes in this house. Yes. And it gives me that she took care of this house immaculately. And it feels like a husband and wife team that absolutely love this. Look at this up top. These like this like wagon wheel that, architecture. That, that, I mean, that front work is gorgeous. Oh, that front work is stunning. Yes. So uh, if you're looking for a spare house, got one here. And it's actually very well taken care of. Now I would love to sit down and oh oh sweet baby Jesus hello. That's pretty. Okay. Mm. Now now somebody had a I wonder if that's that room I wanted to see on the outside. Wow, that is part of my like dream house is those curved windows and doors and like a space like this to do like to do like um you know, maybe seances and readings and meditations. Oh, this is a part of my, like my dream home architecture mm -hmm. right here. It's the, so pretty. This. I would, I would definitely say, and that I am going to book it there. This yes. is no asbestos house. So it's, it's good. It's good to go everybody. And I'm super excited about that. Now yes. you did say before we go, and we've had a great combo here. You have a free gift for everybody. Yes. Tell us what it is. They can reach out to me, and I actually switched everything up how I want to do the free gift. But you can do it's. I'm going to keep it super simple for you. Email me, Julie Maria J I L L I E M A R I A at JulieMaria.com. And you get to ask up to three questions of your Akashic Records. Woo! And let the and you need to put in the subject line the haunted road trip shows. There you go. There you go, folks. And I will put that in the show notes so you guys can remember it. And she is easily accessible on there. I thank you so much. This has been a whole lot of fun, Jilly. And I hope you have more ghostly adventures next time you come back and be able to talk with us. Me All right, too. Let us know what you think in the show notes. Put it in there. Let us know. In the meantime, guys out there, you know. Be cool, be kind, be gentle to yourselves and to all the little spirits around us. 